ever flown, creature of habit, and messy, messy, messy. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Can I just tell you, we have been singing the Mission Impossible theme song. And when you went, do, I was waiting for it. Do, 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 do. Not for me. Hi, Amy. How are you today? I really do admire Tom Cruise. Oh, shut the fuck up. I'm not going to fight you, Gwyneth. I'm not. I love Gwyneth Paltrow. And you're just as okay. wrong as wrong could be. As you are about. You're so I'm willing false. To con- you're so false. You are. You cannot defend that psychotic Super lunatic. Ken. Jessica. Super and, and Michael Jackson was a great man. No, the, just because he puts out a good movie doesn't mean he's into people with questionable spiritual practices. Don't add pedophilia in. It's not just spiritual. He's a despicable human being. He's gross. He's he's you're just talking ick. about you talking about Gwyneth again? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, if she was married to Tom Cruise and said only talk about Tom Cruise, then yes, that's exactly who I'm talking about. He's just gross. Does that mean that when your husband posts on Facebook, go see Mission Impossible immediately, do not pass go or collect $200? I didn't roll my eyes and think, ugh, all right, I'll see it. But I would not see Maverick because I think it's only because my husband wa- Did you ever not see a movie for spite? No. I can't think so. Maybe. Do you ever not do anything you might really enjoy just for spite? I'm sure I have. But they're not, it's not coming to mind. I like to pretend that I'm not a petty person. I like to pretend no, that I'm not a spiteful person. I'm sure. I'm sure that I can't claim full freedom from these acts. But I don't take pettiness and spite as, as part of my identity in the way that perhaps you do. Um... <laughs> Only when well as a champion, as a champion, as a as a devotee, as a practitioner, nay, an expert in these two areas. Like I, I don't. They're not my go-to, and when they happen, I feel shame, and I actively work to undo the act. Even when I won't oh, ever you're just get a caught. Better person than That's I am. not Fuck it you. at all. That's not. I'm a, I love to steal. I mean, it's not about that at all, right? I I actively <laughs> I work. I do. I would be the best fucking thief and when i see these thieves in fiction i think to myself tips i could pick up some tips like that's always good on cons and grifters but i can't i can't do it i can't do i choose not to do it i choose not we to just do watched it. oceans eight oh, b- oh fantastic and i was like amy could do easily this. it's exactly what i thought I frequently she's the do. mastermind behind all of well this. that's the thing i it's it then back to petty again it's it's petty crime in which i excel right so if i'm simply <laughs> just interested in in making sure that we get the proper reservation i think that's okay i think that's above board i think that's okay cuz where's the harm i'm a, i'm a white collar criminal is that right I don't know what I am. I don't steal stuff. I super don't steal stuff. I could steal stuff all the time, and I don't. I go out of my way to fucking pay for it, which makes me really mad, but I do. And then come on the podcast and brag about how you didn't steal anything I don't, anything and I'll t- I, I will. It's the fucking truth. I paid for ice again. Do you know how, <gasps> do you know how galling that is? It's fucking free cold water. Suck it, Wawa. Get so mad at you. Here's the thing. Here's why I know I'm not a thief. 
Started out friends. Yeah. My good friend, the pickle heiress, heard yes. that, surprised her that I that I have a te- ha- I don't want to say the word tendency that I'd like that my that is just you know thievery is real and I feel like it is for everybody <laughs> I think I feel like it is <laughs> so we were talking about it somehow and then later when we were in mixed lacrosse company with a bunch of women that I barely fucking know right yeah barely fucking know because you know the dads like it was one of these things where all the chicks were there yeah and she's uh yappy 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 yap. and she goes well here's something I didn't know Amy is a thief. And she ratted you dude, out in front I, of the but gen she's pop. So, she's so charming about it. Like she didn't realize that this was a rat out. Like I super already know. Like, and I didn't do anything about it in terms of saying like, that was private. Like I didn't, I, did, <laughs> I, did, like, I was just like, okay. Cause I, it occurred do to me. Do you want people to know about your itch? Cause I'm happy to share that too. <laughs> it was just an interesting fact that she had learned and we're all, isn't this fun? And I think there was some element of how curious and isn't that shocking and or cool like it was just noteworthy like when you find something out you want to tell it was people ice once back off so oh well I also I had just stolen something with her so maybe that was part of yeah. it too um and I mean it was a lot in that case we really actively did steal it I mean didn't buy anything else just walked up and took it and left <laughs> look let me let me back up let me help clean look. this up look. <laughs> look nobody was there at the service station okay the door was locked we couldn't get what we needed where are you it says open and the door is locked and the ice is there and I'm trying to buy it from you. Whose fault is that? I hear it now. I hear it now. <laughs> like mm. So I just said, we're just going. We need this. We're taking it. We're just going. And she looked at me and was driving. So it was her car and her license plate. But I didn't think of that till later. So I just walked up, and took three bags of ice and put them in and we drove away. I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to call DOT from another state. My point to you is this. That was wrong. <laughs> but it didn't I feel wrong. I needed the ice. <laughs> Still, I feel like somehow in the moment, it's You know what happened righteous. to Jean Valjean for taking a loaf of bread to feed his starving sister and her kid? We were, Do you remember we what happened were to him? starving of heat. We needed the ice. You must have it. My point to you is this. I didn't expect that it would be uh, called out. I That would be called out in that way. Okay, like somehow saying it on this podcast in front of all these fucking people seems okay to it me. It goes into the ether, It seems okay yeah. to me, right? Because right. they, they, it's never the first thing that they say when they come up and see you. It's always something else. But in this case, you're just standing there holding your coffee probably minutes after the theft, and she's wanting to say it. So I'm like, well, you know. Anyway, so as she said <laughs> it, I thought. That's me. As she said it, I didn't stand there and think, I feel great about this. I didn't. I didn't stand there and think, I want all the team moms and all the team kids to hear it. And I want everyone to know this and talk about it. And I want this to be my new, you know, ID badge. Like, I just didn't want. Let me change my profile picture to I didn't want any of that. A jumpsuit. Here's the thing. I also did not stand there and flagrantly lie because I'm not a fucking liar. So I didn't stand there and lie and say, well, we'll go back and pay for it, which is what she was saying. And I thought that was very charming. She's like, we're going to we're going back and pay for it. I had the money. I had cash. I'm just going to go back and just leave it there. And I was like, said, yeah, I'm not fucking doing that. I mean, (laughs) come on. But. Wait, it is still water at a certain temperature, right? Which is that they free, keep right? outside unlocked. 
so I mean, and I can already hear my husband's yeah. voice rattling in my head saying somebody had to buy that cooler and they had to pay to electrify that cooler and they had to get the cello bag and they had to make the individual cubicles of ice and the electricity they used to do I'm it. I'm like yeah. lost fucking leader, number one. And also, shut up. How about that? <sighs> okay, my point to you is I don't have a point other than I don't want to be a thief so I don't take stuff, mostly. A lot of the time, I don't take it. I can even say I don't take stuff. Shut up. I don't. A lot of the I time. Don't. If I, I don't. If I sit here long no, enough. No, I can go. It's, it's, see, how do you say? I was getting ready to say I can go, and then I was going to give a number of weeks for how long <laughs> I could go. <laughs> stuff. I, and the truth is this. That means the you're truth an is addict. This. No, 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 no. No, here's the truth. Here's the truth. I don't count how long I can go without stealing because I don't steal. I just don't steal, so I don't have to count it. I know that I don't steal because I don't steal stuff. Starting now, shit. <laughs> moving ahead, I don't, I don't take nothing. Ready, set, fuck, go. Okay, but I don't. <laughs> I don't steal stuff. I don't steal stuff. I paid and for a gym membership. I actually I paid for a gym fucking <laughs> membership for my child because he was uncomfortable with me not just telling him go in there, <laughs> which he'd been doing for some months. Do you hear yourself? Listen, we had set up an arrangement with a personal coach, a trainer, an individual speed and agility coach. And that speed and agility coach period ended. And it was very comfortable because he was going four times a week, walking into this facility, meeting with this coach. And at the front desk, you say, I'm meeting with coach. Boop. And so then you walk in and he had been doing that. And then those sessions ended. And so for a week or two after they ended, I didn't realize they had ended and he kept going and he would just go do the workout that they had been doing together. Cut to seven months later. And he said, I don't feel comfortable doing this. And I was like, well, I mean, it's been working for you all this time. And also, and he was like, mom. So I walked into the fucking place and I told them I did lie about his age. Oh my God. God. I don't lie and I don't steal. No, I I told the truth about his age. I, I, he said, they said, he's 16, right? And I said, sure. And so they kept going. And then they noticed in the system that when my husband had originally signed him up, he told his age. And he goes, well, he's not quite, he's not quite 16 yet. And I went, really? And the guy goes, yeah. As his mother, and the guy I goes, yeah, but that. it's close. So let me just falsify this record in front of you. And I said, bingo. So now he's 16 in the system. That ain't a lie. I mean. <laughs> it wasn't your lie. I'm just trying to say. There are there are rules. I'm gonna get out of this conversation because I don't think it's working for me. You're not looking so good. Look, I'm not a thief, and I don't lie. I want you to hold two fingers up on each stop, side of your head stop. and say "crook" instead of "thief." I think when that's you not that. nice, and that's not accurate <laughs> of me or uh, okay. of you. My point to you is this: I do good in the world. I don't lie or steal. <clears throat> I don't. That's what we're going with now. I don't steal. I told you I don't steal. I'm not going to steal anything at the airport. I'm not going to. From now on. <laughs> oh, God. What did you steal? At the? You know, if the airport had it coming. I'm sorry. Okay. They right. had okay. So, right. So, right. So, you can get on board, Jean Valjean. You can get on board with my bread all of a sudden if I'm hungry enough. Well, then that means it's all a negotiation anyway. Commerce is a lie. I'm just trying to. I don't steal because I'm a business owner and I don't want people stealing from me. Except fucking ice because I would not sell ice to you. And if people want to come, if I run a bar i know you're going to steal drinks from me period i already know i went to well, it that's knowing. actually a line item in most businesses breakage if you look at, at yes or loss mm-hmm. 
really is, is yes, really 100%. a line item because they know and loss covers employee stealing and what makes an employee steal o- opportunity opportunity is what makes people do things that they wouldn't typically do but they had the chance to and I don't know I, I thought I would try it which is where you come in because you've tried it you've liked it and now I, I don't I think you've got a taste for I it. don't I don't I, 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 I don't okay so I'm going to pull the plug on that and I'm going to ask you. No, 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 self. I'm going to leave this behind. I think you've done enough damage and now everybody knows who you are <laughs> and what you're capable of taking, stealing, lying about, whatever. Nice. Fill in the nice. felony here. It's actually just a misdemeanor. It doesn't really, it's not going to, no permanent record work. It's just ice, really. Hey, aim, <coughs> Ma'am. We get to travel this weekend to see each other. First of all, your busy, crazy summer of travel. Once again, we're going to coincide with our travel, and I will see you in, are you sitting, sunny L.A. I'm so surprised. I'm stunned to learn that it's this week. I really am. I learned this morning via text, group text, that it's this week when somebody said, X number of days. And I was like, that ain't right. I look, I was like, shit, is that right? It's Friday. Well, you, Thursday, That's not, right? Uh, how did I miss? I thought I still had two weeks. I don't, no. I don't, I don't, I'm in trouble. Dear listener, I got a text the other day, nine, eight days ago, a week ago, that said, hey, <laughs> I fucked up again and I missed your birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> now, you guys know that last year, one whole year ago, actually a whole year ago tomorrow, Show off. Um, I had... A pretty significant party for my 50th birthday. This year is 51. And Amy was in attendance one whole year ago tomorrow. Oh, you're not going to try and use that like I took note of the date. I'm lucky I knew the month. Okay, keep to- keep your roll going. Keep going. Okay. It was actually, I don't know what you saw, but it was my son's birthday. And that's that's probably what came up. And I did give birth on that day. So it was a birthday for me. And I did get a song from my in-laws who called to congratulate me on having a 20 year old how is that at all possible were you seven when you had I only child? just now learned let me let me do these things in order I received a group text mention yeah and actually her birthday is this week from none other than Jessica Kupferman and I thought well fuck so I immediately texted you at while looking at my calendar that said Missy's birthday was on it. So I have you listed as the wrong date on my calendar that I disregarded anyway. So I guess it doesn't matter. So that's number one. Number two, I just learned that my oldest is going to be 21 because he asked for a kind of a sizable birthday gift. And I thought maybe it's just because he, he doesn't frequently ask for stuff. So I thought, all right, whatever. I'll, maybe I'll get it. And I just got it. And then I was like, Ugh fucking spent a lot on this birthday and plus the kids go in these places feel like a lot of money i was like why am i doing that oh shit it's gonna be 21 it's a big one yes so and the plan for a kegerator is that what he asked for a kegerator yes, he opened for a, a mouth funnel so that we could put more no he Excellent. has zero interest in alcohol zero interest in alcohol and he you know um is frequently served it you know people will just give him wine or whatever so i mean it's like it's not even a thing and i'm not going to make it a thing but he asked for a video game like just to put in a console to just put it in perspective but 
He didn't ask for it like the other one would be like, I would like a credit at the liquor store. Is there a hemp credit? Can I get a can I get a <laughs> CBD farm or whatever? I yeah. found a dispensary right. and with a little bit of uh, cushion from you, I could own half of it. So it was not could it I was not it? your twenty year old, but how do it was twenty one is coming up. And that is some banana balls. And also I am conflicted for moments, not a long time, about how to feel about this 21st anniversary. Because in my house, in my life, for me, it was much anticipated. It was seismic. It was looking ahead for. It was like getting your license when you're 16. It was a major deal. And in this case, milestone. I could have completely overlooked it in the sense that, yeah, it's a birthday. And you know how I'm sort of sort of flat on birthdays anyway. So it's like, we'll acknowledge a birthday. Happy birth. You know, that was all it was going to be. My husband the same way. Like, I don't think he tabulated that this child was having this milestone birthday because he is so, the child, so not interested in alcohol. It's just not even a thing. And I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know how to feel about it. It's just weird. It's another one of those weird things when your kid is having such a vastly different experience than the one you had in some ways wildly better and in other ways it makes you question is he missing out right like innocence lost kind of thing well the whole thing of you know coming up through and when they go to prom or not prom and is prom the same as what we experienced and driving versus even riding a bike and all these milestones that were so transformative to us in their life their lives are so different these milestones are not the same we talked about that. We're like, I can't wait to get my license. And now it's kids freedom. are like, why would I want to drive? You could take me. Or I don't have a dis- – wait, what? Right. I'm turning 21. So I what? don't need like, to go uh, anywhere. I've, you know, or I've had alcohol right. already, so it's not like a – Right. It is a very different world. And if you were going to be a petty, judgy bitch, <gasps> would you say that theirs is better or ours was better? The innocence of or the acute knowledge of? Which one's which – one's Neither. Uh, I'm, I am the f- total fence sitter in this case because we had an equal amount of advantage and, and disadvantage compared with where they are. Every advantage that they have now is met with an equal disadvantage compared with what we have. It's dead. It's a dead heat. All of the technological advances come at a cost of social and independent you know, self-directed play, learning, human interaction, being outdoors in nature, um, and on and on and on. So everything was counterbalanced by, you know, the freedom that we experienced of the world is, it was really only at the pure oblivion of, it was an illusion, what, the, an illusion of safety. of the world. It was an illusion right, right. of safety. We had this, we had this veil because the same amount of, lack of safety existed then it's just uh well we're, there was there was a less profligation of the tools of destruction for people but also it was the promotion right so you you had this idea that it wasn't happening so you didn't hear about it so it just everybody the norms were so vastly different yeah i told you at the early early in this podcast my husband and i were down a true crime spiral like we really watched everything true crime had to offer That's my heart and yeah. We came to the conclusion that there was a period of time where the right thing to like the right time 
to commit murders and to to not get caught. I'm glad that was your takeaway. The perfect way. I'm glad that was your takeaway for your entertainment. <laughs> there's a time and a place that we oh in the 70s we could have just abducted women and we could have just like there were so many really and now <clears throat> we would be able to find them in a heartbeat we would be able to research it's just a more technological ways to find them DNA evidence alone with you know my girlfriend who has siblings out there because her father was a sperm donor in his past and she's trying to keep a blind eye on those relationships. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? Well, right now it's one, but if there's one, there's more. So I love, I love those Holy. stories too. Holy. Hey, Aim, how old were you the first time you went on an airplane? I was in middle school, maybe younger. I think in, uh, we're going to go with middle school generic. So is that 13? Yeah, I think I was younger. I think I was in maybe seventh grade. So maybe late late middle school, whatever that's called, junior high, I guess. If I had to, if I had to, I'm making a guess. It was somewhere between fifth and it wasn't more than seventh grade. So fifth, sixth, seventh grade, we went to Walt Disney World, Land, World, the one in Florida. The one where everybody goes, Mm -hmm. the great equalizer. Pretty sure, pretty sure that was my first plane experience. I, I can't imagine something other than that. It was a big deal for our family to put us all five of us on a plane and go. It was a very big deal. Did you know that 11% of Americans have never traveled outside of the state where they were born? No, and I don't love that. I don't love that at all. That's a very sad. 11% is a lot of percent. Think about it for a second. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking percent. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's not insignificant. That's the kind of, that covers the tax if you were to get that discount on your shirt. Like, that's a fucking lot. And then some covers it. Thirteen percent have never flown at all. That can't be accurate. That have never been on. Are a plane. you talking about just globally? So this includes people who planes are not like entire countries where planes are not part of their common experience for any citizen. Americans. Thirteen percent of Americans have never been have on a never flight. Never been on a plane. Uh huh. When we have and when we have when we have dust bucket airlines that wants to put you in the plane <laughs> for like forty nine cents a seat, sitting on a stick in a pizza Thank box. You. Yeah, those <laughs> those. I said I was watching Catfish with my husband, which I'm not gonna lie, it's one of my favorite pastimes. Oh my God. I I think people are so stupid, and the fact that you've had a seven year relationship, you're in love with this human. And you've never met in person and he will not FaceTime you because I don't I a thousand reasons. But for seven years, you haven't seen him and you're in love and you want to meet him. And now you've called catfish to me. It's amazing. So they go and they say, all right, we're going to fly to meet your they fly going to the airport. I've never been on a plane before and I couldn't believe mine ears. So I went, picked up the phone and I said, hey, S-I-R-I, um, how, what percentage, 13% of Americans, I don't really care about anybody else. I, we have That's a very I, <laughs> skewed, not caring Welcome about to else. America. We only care about ourselves. That's fine. I understand <laughs> statistics in other countries will be very different. Well, it but skews the norm. This- if we're just looking at our, I mean, even from state to state, destitute poverty, poverty, destitute poverty. poverty. 
to the highest richest. I'm just saying. Nana, is that you? The the swing in culture is not that different in terms of what we're doing and who, how we're living, what we value. It's really just Disney. You said it right there. Every human has the goal to bring their family to Disney. I think I'm the only one who did not want to go, but I married a man who did. So we, yeah, everybody treated it like a milestone. It was learning to swim. It was learning to drive. You must do this. We have to. And we decided actively we are going to do it one time. We're not, this is not part of our identity. So, and it was extraordinarily expensive. We could have gone to Europe twice. It's ridiculous how much you have to spend to go do it. But we thought if we're going to do it, we're just going to do it to the point where it is, you know, we Vegas, never want to do it Las again. Vegas for kids. <laughs> we're going to do it right. And then we're never going to have to go back. And that's exactly what happened. And they all had these pie eyed experiences. And, you know, it was what it was. So but it, it was also it felt a little bit like the parenting Olympics, like you must or the or the carnival. You must grab Absolutely. this brass ring or you are not and you're not a parent if you haven't made this happen. Like why? And I know parents who actively would say, we're not doing it or we're going to take them to Disney in Europe because that's just so much more affordable. And then we get a European vacation. And I'm like, whatever, whatever, cheater. I'm, can I just say, can I just alienate all of our listeners and say, okay, Android phone. It's just not why. Wow. It's just the truth. You wow. can't tell me that you don't want an iPhone. You just can't. You've decided that what you have is better. At a certain point, it's a decision that you make, right? Do you hear that, Sarah? That might we not be the right you. analogy or whatever, but, and I even get that Android phones have some areas in which they are superior to iPhones. And at the same time, I get that too. Yeah. Okay, Pepsi. Doesn't matter. I mean, at a certain point, you know who you are. And when you pick the Zag instead of the Zig, we see you. So, Disney it is. We s- we saw those two roads diverge in that wood, Sorry. and you you really fucked up, Android users. I, have fun <laughs> with your Google. Have fun with it. It's great. Enjoy, Robert Frost. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you. So 11% have never traveled outside of their state. 54% of those surveyed have visited fewer than 10 states. That seems more realistic. Right. That seems more 54%. realistic. Because 10 states is a lot. 10 states is a lot because don't forget, this is where the geography really matters. If you are anywhere midline west, them states get fucking big. They get real big real quick. Right. Where we are, the states is like counties in other places, right? So right. you could bang out four states in an hour. I'm from the second smallest state, so I kind of get it. You can't drive our shit from tip to tip. You can't take longer than two hours and 41 minutes. It's not physically possible. From the line to the line in any direction, that's all we got. So, yeah, you're going to be in another state. From what? Newcastle County to Sussex? What are we talking about? I have lost track of the counties, but that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. From from, from from northernmost Wilmington, you know, Riverside Drive, all the way down to talking like south of Seaford, you know, um, all the way at the bottom, Cape Henlopen, real low, real, real low, real low, tip to tip. Everybody get low, low, low. And I love half it. the ones they've half those surveyed said they've never owned a passport. That's gross. Forty percent said they've never left the country. That's totally believable. Sixty-three yeah. percent of those said an international trip will cost more than they could afford. 
But see, 25% said they can't find the time. That's not but true. You can find, can't the, find time. the time. You can find it. I can find it for you. Let me help you find it. Amy wants to fight. That's sad. 76% of the people who took this survey said they would like to travel more than they do, but they don't because of finances, fear, and lack of time. Well, if that doesn't just sum up everything, I don't know what does. But I was surprised that 13% of people had never flown. To me, that's I don't even buy it, especially because 13% of America right now is standing in an airport this moment trying to (laughs) trying to get on a plane. That's not coming. Yes. (laughs) Thanks, Mayor Pete. Oh, good. Yeah, we have we have there is an explosion of flight activity. Right. It's actually got me nervous for. I this Friday. has been a weird yeah. oh god it's fucking this week every time somebody says it I'm like that's not right I got two weeks still shit fuck me fuck I have not I'm just gonna say it since I'm already a professed liar thief here come I still have not oh unpacked from Costa Rica still not I got the suitcase zipped in my bedroom zipped shut up no zipped you didn't need anything that was in there. I in the opened last it when month. I got home to make sure that whatever was wet came out because some things are it's just so humid there. It's even if it was dry, it was still kind of tacky, ticket tacky. So I put those in Ziploc bag, took those out, whatever, whatever, and I needed you know this or that or the other. And then the rest, I thought I'll get to this in a minute. So I zipped it up, stuck it over to the side, and there she sat. And I have been on many trips since then, including airplane trips, and I haven't, you know. I didn't use that bag. I'm not using that bag again. Dear listener, when do you pack for a trip? Do you pack the night before? Do you forget everything? Do you pack the week before? Do you open the suitcase and throw three hangers in just to make Amy crazy like they do in the movies? It's just it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make Please any sense. Please write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Let us know when and how you pack for a trip, be it a weekend or a week. You can even go to our socials, Listen Brilliant on Twitter and Instagram, or go to Facebook where you can meet up with the most fun humans there are in Brillob Squad, which is our elite group there, which is under super, the Brilliant Observations. Super elite. <laughs> they know you if you wait, Amy, if you know, you know. That's it. Thank you. My favorite. Okay, are you in a rut or are you in the groove? Which one are you in right now? Are they the same? Help me understand. A groove seems positive. A rut is definitely negative. I agree. And what makes the same indentation positive or negative? That's where my brain is. The direction in which the river is flowing. If it's flowing towards productivity and getting things done and being effective then it's a groove and it's positive Um, but that same divot is where you land if you are not moving and you are not being productive you are in a rut rut's more of a hole groove is more of a movement what's the problem I have decided that if I analyze whether I'm in a rut or groove that's you that's, don't have to do anything. Yeah, I feel like that's it, your activity. I, feel like <laughs> I have had multiple seismic li- life changes in since the dawn of COVID, including selling my business, go through menopause, and COVID itself. All three of which were wildly transformative on me, which resulted in a kind of a mini retirement. Everybody knows this. This is just a catch up for high if you're new. So 
and I keep going. There's more. You're shrinking. I'm, I'm losing. Just... I'm, you know, reinvigorated weight loss. And I'm, I'm doing that in a very, 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 very calculated and slow manner. My health took a turn for the significant worse because during that time, I also launched a mini business as a hobby because let's see about this thing. Gained 30 pounds with that really rapidly. Gained weight. Wildly successful business. Gained weight during we COVID. Right. My point to you is... I look around and I see things like my office, like my unpacked Costa Rica bag, unpack suitcase has been on my to-do list daily for two weeks. I I had to actually put it on my to-do list. I've started putting on my to-do list, brush teeth, wash face, take shower, get dressed. Just makes you feel accomplished, but Uh, some days I don't get to take all those things off my list. Like it's just ridiculous. So it, it, there's, there's a, I am not. I am assessing myself and saying I am not managing my air quotes retirement very well because I'm not doing the things that are important to me and I'm not making progress toward anything. I I love a goal. I love being so whipped up into something that I can't think about anything else. The motor of that is so familiar in my life. And I can't seem to latch on to any of those pulley systems to get me going in any direction that sticks right now. And the answer is rut. Well, <laughs> you are okay, but, but, but the point is, part of me thinks, why is that? I've got a friend who's in the process of selling her business right now, and her stated goal is, I want to spend time with my kids and relax and not think about another damn thing. So she is the active anti-CEO. I want to go and enjoy and not worry about any of this stuff and not Are you not doing not that? Produ- no. I don't I don't enjoy not having a purpose. And I can't seem to make progress on any little thing without the purpose. I I've, I've been watching a you know TV which is really interesting to have the opportunity to watch shows with my husband. We must be in between sports because now he's watching shows with me. So we've watched Arnold, this documentary series on Netflix, if you've seen it. Super provocative. I love it. And he is the poster child of mindset and purpose. So it's got me thinking about it. I just binged Diplomat, if you hadn't seen that. It's spectacular. And I love her. She has so nothing. Yeah, she, it is no, It is could not be further away from purpose and life's work and all the rest of this but it is the thread of that show so that just was ringing the bell real loud so a mission impossible which was a cinematic spectacle the likes of which you will rarely see i i didn't think it was the be all end all i actually far prefer top gun the new one but in any event it was amazing and worth seeing and that too was steeped in i have a purpose that every cell in my body is aligned so it's just everywhere 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 and my thinking is, maybe it's it. I should accept, right? Maybe I should Justine Bateman my filthy office. Why have I decided that this office that I used to keep so meticulously clean, I've told you this before, when I worked jobs, people would say, are you new? Because my office was so devoid of anything, it was empty and so organized and clean, it looked like I had just arrived. And instead, it was because my method was, when I'm leaving this place, I need to do it in 10 minutes with one box. Like, that's how I operated. 
on this heightened state of shit. I could not go to sleep in old houses. I might have to bug out at any time. In old homes, where in, in, in every home that we've had, there would be nights when I would not go to sleep because I was busy polishing the, the fixtures in the kitchen to make sure that they were clean. Right. And to make sure that because I'm not going to bed with a filthy or whatever, if I said that I was going to do a painting project or something, I would be up until two in the morning to finish it because I said I was going to do it. Like, where is that? That person is no more. She's totally transformed and gone. And I can either try to get her back or maybe I need to sit around in this pile of filth and say, you've come to me for a reason. Or I need to fucking hire somebody with a Hoover to come in here and just fucking fix it. So I keep. I keep around and around and rounding, and I don't know if my problem is solvable by me or if it is for want of I truly can't do this myself at this moment in life, so hire someone. You are having a Missy's third act moment right now. I've been having you it for are, years. You are having a, a mini breakdown. So the the my discovery, my disco in this, is that it's not something you're going to do overnight. It's a process. Start a fucking podcast. Talk about it. Talk to people. See what you like to do. Find those mini moments of joy. But you're not going to find them till after the summer because your summer is travel child-centered. And when everything gets back into a routine, there is no routine let's re-up this for on me. That's part of the September. That's part of the problem. There is no routine for me, and it's not coming in September. In I've got international travel twice coming up. I've got you know, interstate travel. That's a lot of stuff that if you had a mission, a purpose, a something else to do, how the fuck could you get everything else done? You have two international travels coming in the next 15 minutes. Like you've got plenty to do right now. Stop looking for more to do. Be in where you are. Enjoy being called a thief in front fuck of that. all of the So you're on players. team Justine Bateman in terms of my life here. It, part of it. Let me also, let me, let me add some, variables here let me add some additional context part of it might be informed by my age at midlife it might be informed by my rapidly changing hormonal triggered mindset by uh, so that's why I'm I'm actively menopause menopause, why I'm actively actively doing the thing where it's like Hey, give your give yourself a break, which is still incredibly new to me. I'm just still learning like this whole self-care thing. I leaned into that and I figured out that it's it's my family and husband love to skewer me about this shit, but it's what works for me. I get a weekly 90-minute deep tissue massage with the same person and she is as vested in addressing all of the knots and weirdness in my joints and muscles and body as I am almost more so like it. I am. Yeah, it's a puzzle. It's to a her. great, it's definitely. It is a, a, let's we've got, this we've out. got this great thing going and it really, really works for me. So I, I, it truly is self-care in all of the ways I'm loving that thing. Right. So I, I know how that feels. And then I look around and I see, I don't, I'm not proud to be a thief. I'm not proud to be a liar. I'm not proud to have a slovenly office. I'm not proud to not want people to come in here and see it. I'm not so crazy that I would prevent someone from coming into my office, but it's not like I say, Hey, let's go look in the office that I designed spectacularly beautiful light fixtures, fantastic colors, all the art, everything, but it's so sloppy in here. So I, I'm conscious of all of those things happening. I'm also conscious that it is a huge transition time right now. August is always, July, August is always tough for me 
because my primary responsibility in our family is to literally pay the tuition for the boys, right? I got a lot of time to think and do whatever I want. And the things I'm choosing are to watch The Diplomat (laughs) as opposed to to clean my office. I find nothing wrong with watching The Diplomat. I think you are in a transition stage right now and... You are where a lot of our listeners are. You are exactly where I am. And I've become comfortable in the pace of it. I think your pacing is going to help you. I also have the added joy of ADHD where if I can't, I can't figure out three things to do in one day. I I need one thing, concentrate on the one thing and move past and do. The bottom line is you're in a, transition state right now you are looking for the issue how long is the state going to last this could be four years for you they're like oh you're in menopause that could be seven years for you not, in menopause not, I dis, I the do not accept don't have a light at the end of a tunnel it's just a tunnel and you don't know what's in it and you can bring stuff into the tunnel like it's all unknown and that is very scary. I can't remember the last time the next stage of our life was unknown. I look back and I think I got married because I was supposed to. I had kids because that was what was next. I have friends who chose not to have children. And I thought, first of all, I worship my children and I would never make that choice. Nonetheless, I never cons- even considered it a choice. It's what came next. At this point of our lives, due to lack of models, due to lack of I don't know, not creativity, I'll tell you. We don't know really what's next for sure. We don't know. We have options all require different sets of skills and levels of stick like desire, drive. We don't know for what we are striving yet other than fulfillment and use of our skills, which we're still figuring out. This is a process. I feel like you're looking for an answer now and something to work towards. It's like I told my kids when they went to college or left the house, move forward. If it's also from, it's also from one of my favorite movies. Tell me if you can name it. Go straight. If something gets in your way, turn. This is something that's going to be a work in progress. And I don't think, I think that's the part you don't like. It's more of an ambiguous fulfillment strive for. I'm taking some time fuck off anyone who's listening to figure out what's next for me. And as long as you are somewhat moving forward, I think you're doing the right thing. I appreciate that. I will sit with it. You can't relate to any of that? No, I I, I appreciate what you're saying. I comprehend what you're saying. There are pieces and parts that kind of sparkle up to the top. But I am not a person who historically has felt directed in any by any great endeavor i haven't been plotting it i don't plot and plan so there's you know jump out of the plane and stitch the the thing that's what that's what i'm talking about a calling i i am i know how it feels to have a motor going inside of you that is literally propelling you for it's it is undeniable it happens with creative projects it happens it's it's something starts and it's this must this must it's a kind of a a healthy obsession with something that it has its own life to it when you know you're on the right path it's like a high 
I've had it many, many times. I'm so acutely aware of its lack in my life. It makes me feel like every, well, it makes me feel like everything is directionless. And that's, I don't love a messy office, but I don't take any joy in cleaning it. And if I can sit here and be okay with it being messy, which I'm kind of not, it's still better than fucking cleaning it. Like I just don't, what's the end game? It's, I'm not scared enough that my kids are going to come in here and be mortally ashamed at going through and not being able to find the things they need after I'm gone or leaving this for somebody else. I, I wish. I wish I had a huge jump scare that made these things happen. Or And I'm thinking artificially, maybe I just need to hire someone. And then it comes back to, I think it really is as simple as fucking shut up and do the work. I have gotten so far away from chronic burnout, chronic uh, whatever it is, fight, flight, freeze, whatever those things are. Yeah. Like I was in this hyper performative, performative state for so long that I didn't realize I was in that once that massive grinding burnout came in 2020 and I got in touch with, oh, this is some sort of like sensory regulation. Oh, this is what it means to not feel like the world is going to come to an end if you don't do these things. And then you get a gold star and you win and you're up at the podium getting the trophy because, you know, your neuroses actually was rewarded by this behavior. So let's do it again. Like once I was out of all of that, now I'm like, well, fuck, I don't have any accomplishments either. So maybe I want some of that neurotic behavior back. Does that make any sense? Yes and no. No, because it's not healthy to be in that heightened state for that. I, I understand what makes sense is wanting to feel the accomplishment, wanting to have the thing that you've worked hard for and it, the payoff, all of that. I started Missy's third act theory thinking, okay, maybe I could find that in canine rescue. Maybe I could find that in volunteering at the school. Maybe I could find that in the deaf kids again. And that's stuff that I'm going to, time also passes so quickly. You're like, mm, should I be doing something else now? I'm looking to apply for jobs for things like that. But volunteer work might be a start because the commitment level is something you can absolutely handle with everything else with three sons on your plate. But again, I'm just going to ask you not to look for a religious experience in this. I'm going to ask you to do small things, move forward, Pivot if you need to, but do not cut your hair short. Make big decisions. Dye it purple. Don't do anything crazy. Yeah, but pendulum swings also bring their own energy. I mean, is it bad to do big things? Big things working towards nothing? Yeah, I think that's that's a sign of depression. That's a sign of, I don't know, that's not something that I would attribute to a a healthy, productive start to something. If there's a big swing for swings purpose, swings sake, no, I don't don't think that's a positive forward movement. I don't know what that swing would be. Big swing toward a massive deep clean of this one area. Like just a a big swing toward a proper uh, regimented approach to – physical fitness first thing in the morning like something that's what I like the diets that are not that are that are phases I think because you asked me cut up your losses into doable doses ration everything make bite size things that you can do I'm going to spend 10 minutes on this pile today because I know in this pile is three weeks worth of mail that has expired I save everything right So if I go over to this pile of catalogs, this sale isn't even running anymore. I could thin that pile of two inches of catalogs and clean that up. 
And that made a difference and that made progress and progress leads to, you're not going to believe this, more progress. <laughs> it's a forward movement. Just take tiny steps. I strongly endorse tiny steps are something that you can maintain when it came to weight loss, when it came to cycling and fitness. But the only thing that is maintainable throughout the course of your life is not wild, hit hard, hit heavy. It's pacing yourself, going at a human speed. Cut it up, Amy. Take one thing at a time. Make it small so that it doesn't feel overwhelming. You put brushing your fucking teeth on your to-do list. That should not be there. That should be routine. But since it's there, that tells me that you need smaller bites than the wide swing of, I'm gonna, don't do that. I would do small, 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 and then all of those small things add up to, holy shit, the only thing left to do in my office is throw away these enormous trash bags that I have done. I'm doing it with a closet right now. I'm never going to wear these shorts. I'm never going to wear this. Have I worn this in the last four years? Bag, pile, 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 slowly bag. And I told you I do 80-10. I'm only going to finish 80% of a task anyway. And my husband walks by. I put a little sticky note that says, donate, and that bag disappears. I don't have that in my life. I don't have that in my life. I have. Well, you're not going to have it in your opposite. office. No, I don't have it anywhere in my life. So, and I, I just, I'm, I'm listening. I'm absorbing. This is good. I, it's, so I don't do know that small I'm going to fucking do it. No, I mean, I, my brain has been telling me this for some time and then it's not, okay. it's not followed up with action. Listen to her. So uh, I listen to her. She knows what she's talking about. She's been with you for 50 some years. Hey, you've got a birthday coming up too. I do. Are you doing Are you doing anything special for that? Yes. I will physically be moving my son out of his apartment on that very day. <laughs> that sucks so bad. So fun. It's so 100 degrees, fun. moving out of the apartment and into what? Uh, a hotel room for the night. And then uh, the way it works out, he's got a final on the first day of the next month. And rather than do a prorated day of, you know, and all this bullshit. And it was just like... The, the final is at nine o'clock in the morning. Why don't we just move you out and, you know, I'll just get a hotel room for the night. And then so that because the idea was like, or I could just drive out and pick you up that morning. He's like, I'm not taking final moving out that day. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, all right. Here's what all we're right. going to do. We're going to take the whole day. And I didn't mention we're going to take my whole birthday. Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Thanks, do it. honey. Yeah. So in any event, uh, I don't care. I really don't care. My whole life is a fucking birthday. It is so glorious and wonderful. It's the truth. So, and also, what's a birthday? It's just, a, it's like New Year's Eve. It's just, an, I, a lot of nights are like New Year's Eve. Let's raise a glass again. Like, it's all party. You just said, in the same breath, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know what's next. I'm not... Every day is my birthday. That's the problem. Every day is joy. I'm failing at retirement. It doesn't sound like it. No, it that's the like problem. I And that's my friend, who the pickle heiress, who is selling this business to go off and enjoy the spoils of having this business and do whatever the boop I like. That's her plan. And I'm here to tell you, I'm not doing that. Because I do whatever the fuck I like. I go where I've been on a every plane day. every month this year. Every month. And will continue to do so. Three times overseas this year alone. Three times. I'm starting to get pissed off. I don't have global entry because they're taking too long to give me access to it. Fuckers. Fucking D.O.T. Suck a teat. But my point to you is this. I am trying to decide groove or rut. 
If I have identified that I'm in a rut, if I simply rename it a groove, does that mean that my feet instantly lift from the sediment and I flow on down the river? Because what's the difference physically in, in actual practicality between a groove and a rut? Fucking nothing. It's a scooped out area of earth. Call it what you will. So is this really a mindset situation? I should hire somebody to clean my office, look the other way when they throw out all of my important papers, and fucking don't care. Or should I leave it filthy and just team beatman myself and walk on down the lane with my dick out, as I tell my people all the time, right? So I'm, I'm, now I'm, I'm just. I'm in the middle. I, I'm in the middle. Clean with the, the whole office. Thing. Brush your damn teeth, girl. Is that what you're thinking? I have an office like that, too. I have all of my daughter's puppy place books, the series she read, all 700 books with the exact same storyline. Just swap out the breed of the puppy and the name of the boy who let him go. And I want to take all of those to the kid's fifth grade teacher over at the elementary school and and start to shed the dead weight the papers I don't need, the catalogs, the books, the so somebody's like, just throw them out. And I gasp. You're not allowed Could to throw, you throw out, a book? out books. No, you can't. That's just not possible. But I you can't do I that. do understand the pain of it. I do understand the pain of it. Of and there's there's one school of thought, which is to say, if you to take everything and put it into a box and put the date on that box. And then within six months, if you have not taken it to the fifth grade teacher, that you must, you must, in your case, you could simply label it donate and it can just go to the donate thing. Or you must put it at the curb and it must be discarded because six months of inaction is evidently the threshold. And I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I got six years of inaction, but okay. uh, So I'll put it to you. Here's my 80-20. I went into a multi-day spiral over finishing a mini redecoration of our master bedroom last year in December. And it was irritating me that it took me multiple months to finally pull the trigger and just buy these discount curtains. So I urgently bought them. Actually, I think it was in December and I didn't even buy them till January. So I finally bought them in January. They shipped, they've been here and they're still in the box. And it took me two months to get the box carried from the office where I was like, get it out of the front hallway. So they put it in my office. I said, just put it in my bedroom because that's where it needs to go. Sitting, it's sitting next to the suitcase on the floor in my bedroom. And the old curtains hang where they hang. How do you know you don't have geckos and you don't have raccoons in that suitcase? I asked my youngest and I said, would you like to assist me? Would you do me a favor? I was trying to think of, I've said it in a very specific way. Oh, I said, I said, I'm having problem. I'm having a problem completing something. And I would love it if you could help me to get this completed because it's, it's, I'm embarrassed about it and I want to finish it. And I would love your help to make that happen. And he said, absolutely. What are we doing? And I described it. And he said, I don't think I'm the man for you. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I, don't have, seems... I don't have any idea how to do this. I can't because I'm like, I can't physically reach the curtain hook. That's part of the problem, too. Like, it's even even up on the highest ladder we have. It's pretty yeah. dangerous to get up there because there's curtains hanging. And blah, blah, blah. And I don't know how to do it. And he's like, I think we need some extra. I think we need to call in reinforcements to get this done. And well, I was like, wrong answer. Think, wrong answer. No, I think it's I think that's the right answer. The wrong answer is having somebody else go through your office. Those papers are something another person cannot organize and do for you. That's something that you need to buy 30 folders, <laughs> label each one for what it is and put things in those folders. If you can 
I don't know, conjoin them in a different way, throw out like whatever it is. I don't care if you waste money on folders, but organize better. That's you and stuff you need. Your drapes, your curtains, your that's something any idiot who's tall enough with the arm strength can handle. And that's something I would outsource. And okay, but I haven't. So and I show no signs of starting. I actually, you know, I took out the thing, unfolded it, stood there with the clips, took about 15 to 19 minutes with those fucking clips. And I was like, I don't know how these are going to get. I put it back in the box and walked away. The most important thing for you to know is you're not alone at the shore where you've now been a couple of times. I have a mirror for that front hallway. It was in a box in the closet. I brought the box. I can't hang that. Stuart has to hang that. I put it in front of the table that I hate that's down there. I opened the box. It was cheap. I needed something. I opened the box. A spider climbed out. Never touching that box again. Yeah. I'm never. It's Mirror's gone. It's in the street. So (laughs) I said to Stuart, "Uh, there's a spider. And he's like, I just, I need someone to tell me what kind of hooks to put in there. He called someone, got the hook thing. If that fucking mirror is not hung by John and Stuart while we are in LA this weekend, I'm going to... I'm going to be shocked. He is a get things done kind of guy. Uh, my husband is not that. My husband is, vi- unfortunately, we are exact opposites in every yeah. way that counts. And then we are exactly the same in all yeah. the ways that are disastrous. So his business is run like a fucking machine. It is there. Everything is Swiss watch. Button, button, yeah. button, fix, fix, fix. Perfect, perfect. Would never and do anything for the client. And then it is, how much deeper can I sink into this sofa while I lay on it for two straight days watching TV shows and have somebody bring me a drink? And I, I think that's really the crux of this of this identity crisis that you're having right now. And I have it too. I know how hard my husband works. And I know everybody says, Oh, well, you take care of the home. Not well. And you take care of the kids as well as I can. And you do that. Stop trying to equate the value that I have to his value. Stop trying to do that. They are not. I'm not saying they're not as equal. I'm saying they're not on the same scale. I'm saying you're talking about apples and oranges. Not that what I do when I do things in general, aren't they don't have value. I'm saying they're not valued by certain whatever's in this in a similar way. They're they're apples and oranges. He is working to support a family. I am working to keep our family sane. It's very different. It is not reinforced with a great paycheck, although half of his is fine for now. <laughs> but it's it's different. You if you take two days, and this is what threw me with you what you just said. If you take two days to sit on the couch that's fucking fine. That's not the lifestyle you live. That's not a friend of ours had a husband who got high and sat on the couch all day, every day when he wasn't eating her out of house and home. And when I say eating her out, I don't mean that one. I mean eating her out of house and home. So I I honestly feel like take your two days. And the reason two days aren't enough and you might have another one is because you give it to yourself begrudgingly and you're mad at yourself for taking it. And that adds to the mindset of I don't deserve, I'm not worthy of this. That's neither here nor there. Maybe you're not. Maybe I'm not. Take it and then move the fuck on. Do something else. It's forward movement. And that's recently my mantra to just keep moving forward. And it starts with making your bed and brushing your teeth and doing 
the very basics and God fucking kill Annie for teaching me about this painting app on my iPad <laughs> where I'd be like, I need to, I have to. And then in my head, I get a little stressed out about the timing of getting three dogs to the vet today. I said to my daughter, I'm going to need your help. Don't cross the streams. All three of them are getting full. Wait till my husband sees the bill for three annual visits at the vet. Jesus. Hey, you're going to make a poll for me. On Brillob Squad, how much do you think Melissa's okay. vet visit is going to be? Well, I want right. to I want to come back around because that whole thing is an entirely new episode of the podcast in terms of relative value contributed to the household. That's not what I'm doing right now, and that's not what I intended. I I have that issue, and it comes and goes in various <laughs> stages. But that's yes, not at all. That's not at all what this is in my case. And what I meant was my husband is like me in that he too takes the entire weekend to lay on the sofa, even to the point where no, we're not going to that pool party. No, we're not going to that cocktail party we're going to keep doing this because this is what we want right now hey hey oh i so, should have married him. anyway i married that's, the energizer there are, bunny there are Aye. people more than just your husband in my life who don't have an off switch and in their case i don't know about in your husband's case they don't actually love it we're not, the way my husband we're took not on those, three more jobs all i'm that trying way? yes we're not we're <laughs> not those people we're not we have we have a a very italian method of doing thing it is you know it is time for us to relax. We put a high priority on, you know, food and gathering and all of those things. And they are, they, even in our highest moments, they were never not part of the equation. Never. They were always the cherished number one goal working toward, we need more of this and we're going to force this wedge this in, even when it doesn't fit like that has never been sacrificed. It's simply now that there's time to do everything. All those other things have been, they've gone away. Like it's not that, you know what I mean? So the lack of a crushing routine driven by yeah. responsibilities yeah. means that all of that time and flexibility has not blossomed into the garden of Versailles and fantastic That's okay. art and a clean That's house. Okay. And it's like all the, so it's, it's turned into That's an expansive okay. relaxation fest that doesn't, bring the kind of fulfillment that your fantasy brain would tell you it would in the world dear listener what do you value what do you put first what do you because it's probably not you um but what what is on your list of most important and you will not forsake for the sake of I don't know cleaning the office or organizing donating books whatever it is Tell us exactly what it is. Also, guess at my vet bill. Also, because <laughs> it's, it's going to be good. Um, definitely come come see us and come see the merch site that Amy's putting together for us. Remember, Small Bites, she's working on a site for us. Super not. Super not doing that. I'll, I'll do it eventually. It's not on my list for this month. Yeah. Somebody bought one of our shirts on TeePublic. I, I, got a, I got an email that said... Be kind of a bitch sold a shirt. So now I am so excited to be out in the world and see it. But uh, I don't know that anybody knows it's ours because it's <laughs> not on our merch page. <laughs> we'll sort it out. We love you guys. We thank you for turning us on. We hope we turned you on a little. Again, I can't imagine how, but I hope we did. And we just love you. Thanks for turning up, turning out. Bye. 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 
my point to you is this.